Hello, producer Matt. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You were telling me something pretty exciting, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing to tell the listeners who are listening right now. Yes. Um, well, the news is if you actually don't want to hear from me again mm. in this context with ads, all you have to do is join the Patreon and you can get an ad-free office hours experience. So right now, there's rubes listening who are not paying, but they're listening to ads after ads. Yeah, such as this. They're I don't listen to the ads. Time. I don't pay attention to that aspect of the show. Yeah, but you're well, telling me there are ads in in this podcast. Oh, the whoever's hearing this right now, their experience of office hours is littered with ads. Yuck. So, but you want to listen to it ad free? Where do you do? What do you do? You just go to patreon.com slash office hours live. What's that going to cost me? Hundreds of dollars? Oh, not even close. Not even for $55, you can get a whole year of office hours entertainment. $55. What that's, well, that's uh, how much you can, you can do it for $5 a month, correct? If you're a fool. Right. (laughs) You would pay. You'd pay $60 for a year at right. $5 a month. Dripping dripping the money in every week. Yeah, like a fool. Or you can just want, you know, cut your check. Sign up for the year because we're not going anywhere. No, we'll be right here. And if you pay, then you don't have to hear this kind of junk anymore. Ad free for patron subscribers. That's big. No. Let's lock the gates and start the show. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me laugh. I like having fun. Yes, I like it to laugh. I like having fun to meet people who laugh. Have your way, have your way. 
jump on the pizza, yes, to what the pond. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Tim Heidegger. We are live. Praise God. Praise Him today. Something is about to bust. It's going to be my nut. Hey, Buffalo Bill. What did you kill? Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday. Rudd, I like having fun. January 14th, 2021. Hoggy mahoney, hoggy sriracha, hoggies with sriracha, pisco taranta. Oh, baby, I got my ponytail in, baby. I'm ponied in. I say I can't do it no more. I can't have this flop in my head. And if you guys want to make fun of me, go ahead. Tim, you should do the top bun situation. I can't do. I can't get up there. Should I try the top do bun? Yeah. How do I do that? Oh, I like that style right there. What is it? That's a good style. You take Just, the ponytail out and you got like a little. There we go. Something's about to bust. Holy shit! I'm my favorite song of try the it, year. Try it up top. How do I get that up there? You just go up. I did this for on cinema. I put this up there. But this is going to look stupid. <laughs> is it all the way up front? What do we think, folks? I think it's about right up there. Like, and then mm-hmm. you bun it. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> McConaughey bun. All right. There you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, where do we go from here? We, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. How, I forgot how to do this show. <laughs> forgot what we do here. Someone remind me. Let's take a zoomer real quick. Someone remind me. What we do here. We have fun and we like to laugh. I see. Hello. Right. We got the busted. horse gangster. Who's that? I don't know. He's been pestering me in the chat. The, the horse host. gangster. And the now he can't gangster. even unmute. Come on, horse gangster. The horse gangster. Hello? What? He's like fumbling around. Uh, Say something, horse gangster. Are you unmuted yet or what? Yeah, I'm unmuted. Oh, there hey, there you go. What's going on? <laughs> Um, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, so listen, let me say something, folks. Dude, if you're in the Zoom, there's a good chance I'm going to call you up. So I don't want to yeah, hear any more of these, oh, wow, uh, okay, oh, shit, I didn't think uh, Just okay. be ready, or right, I'll smack you down. It just came out of nowhere, is all. Well, that's, the, that's life. <laughs> that's what, that's what we're doing here, is teaching you about life. Sometimes someone's going to come on and kick your ass. So what do you have for me today? Uh, I'm basically here just just to kind of pull down the veil Thank on you. horses. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I don't know bridle. what you're talking about. It would be the bridle if it's a horse, not the veil. Glad you could drop yeah. in. What the, are the, the horses? The, the, are we talking literal horses or are we talking some kind of metaphor? <clears throat> no, this is very much literal horses. All right. Okay. So... Um, <laughs> I have a theory that is basically related to the fact that that horses are amongst the most demonic creature. I'm running out of steam here very quickly. Yeah, it's a it's a flop. (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah, no, I concede that. I concede that. That's all right. More demonic than a goat. 
Well, how about that horse that's at that Denver airport? You ever see that horse, that that statue of the horse with the red eyes? That's yes, pretty coincidentally, spooky. Coincidentally, I actually do live in Denver. See? So mm-hmm. I see that quite often. There it is. How about that distance? I you. The distance from the airport in Denver to Denver proper is one of the wildest distances. If you want to talk about strange distances, <laughs> <laughs> you've got the airport. And then it's got to be something like 100 miles away from the city. <laughs> right, Doug? You can confirm on it's this. It's not 100 miles. It's It feels it's, like it's it. like an hour away or something. Yeah, and, and you pass through like just miles and miles of empty land that would be like, well, we could put it here. This would be close. I'm go- I have to go ahead no. and interfere again. Um, Doug's wrong. Okay. You're wrong. Okay. What? <laughs> The, Doug the is airport wrong. is the the airport is is much is in the confines of the city of Denver. How far? Though? Bullshit. That's enough. Oh, well, you know. Bullshit. I was going to hand over money to you guys today, Why? but if you're just calling me a liar, <laughs> well, put some um, put some evidence up to the table. You can't just come on here and make wild accusations that it's part of the city of Denver. And right, I want to see the second. city. I want to see like the city borders. Maybe they got one little little noodle little string going out on that highway i'm on it i'm on it baby hold on here we go here we go here you go look okay there you go what am i looking at i don't even know what i'm looking at there's (laughs) a map yeah okay i i have it i pulled it up all right thank you it's about 30 miles but it's still too far but is it in is it in the city of denver (laughs) no it's way out here you go here look 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 85. We just doxed the Denver oh, yeah. airport. <laughs> no. and a, oh, my God. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you for being a uh, – were you thinking of giving money in terms of becoming a patron? Is that what you're saying? Yes. I'm, I am both uh, becoming a patron today Terrific. or patron today, and I'm going to say some nonsense in the chat with some more money. So. Good. Well, listen, now's yeah. not. this is a great time to become an annual member if you can afford it. Join in January. You have office hours all year for for a free month. So think about doing that. It's only what is it, fifty five bucks? Matt? You know yeah. what? I probably you will. Can pay fifty five. You might as well do that. What are you going to do? What are we going to? What's that called? When um, on the Sopranos, when they're like eke it, uh, they're draining everybody once a, every week. Like uh, he like Sill always talks about it. They're saying like, uh, I got her on the I'm. Oh, oh, you know what I'm talking. Like it's a gambling thing. Like I'm I don't want to have, I don't want to oh, have the uh, the vig, the vig. Yeah, because we're gonna start point, putting points on these on these fees. <laughs> so you might as well just pay it off now. <laughs> Basically, the Patreon is like you're in debt to us. Like people, I don't know if the audience knows this. Anybody watching the show or listening to the show is in the hole for us because this is not free. The show isn't free, so you might as well start paying. <laughs> Because <laughs> no, we don't want to tag again. on the Vic, and I'm talking not again. talking about this Vic. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did agree oh, yeah. to make this financial contribution in exchange for this endorsement. So Thank I'm wa- I'm waiting for your endorsement. I give you my full full throated endorsement of whatever you want. I will endorse anybody today. Today is a, almost like again. I mean, we're very focused on the gangsters these days, but. Almost like it is the day of uh, where I will um, do whatever you ask me to do. You come to me, you ask. I cannot say no. I cannot refuse you. 
Okay, that's what today's about. We're, we're supposed to endorse that horses are evil. Is that what he said? That's true. I, no, I, no, I don't. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. I, I, I have asked for you to specifically endorse the murder of horses. Oh. 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 Well, I, I don't go back hmm. on my words, so I have to. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to murder a horse, do it responsibly and legally. That's the key. Legally. There's a lot of people right, out there who are taking their. Hey, don't do what Ralphie did. Don't burn, their the don't burn the whole stable down. All right, don't, that's spoilers. Do you people. all really believe this? All right, thank you so much, horse guy. Uh, let me just say quickly, uh, we've got a tremendous show today. Stick around. We've got Lance Oppenheim, the young. Mmm, so young. Ooh, so young. Sit back, relax. Director of. Uh, one of my favorite, really true, and I was, it's been annoying as I use, try to use the English language properly to say this has been my favorite movie of the what? Not of the year, because it's only January 10th, and I saw it last year, but it's not out yet. So put all that together. Try to be in my shoes for a day. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, Come on, it's really hard. 18, open them beautiful eyes. <laughs> it's so hard. I'm like, well... Is it the favorite? My favorite movie of it's my favorite movie of recent, and that doesn't sound great either. It's not my favorite movie of all time. I mean, I'm t I'm gonna tell Lance that. Listen, Lance, what do you think? Is this my favorite movie of all time? When Godfather's out there, when Goodfellas is out there, <laughs> come on. How about in the documentary department, though? No, it's not my favorite documentary of all time. Really? Vic, Vic clear out your desk. <laughs> You're done! <laughs> Is everybody okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just camera stuff. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, and then we're going to have this tremendous pun contest surrounding the insurrection. The Conk, insurrection. Conk. What did he call it? The calamity yeah, of the capital? He had a word I never heard before. I what? should have wrote it down. Because well, like, he didn't, didn't want to call it like an uprising or insurrection or, or whatever it was. But he said something. I grabbed it because I just... Up. Uh, I, I was going to do something with this, and I got too lazy. A dust-up? He said... Uh, let me hear from you. I was shocked and deeply saddened <laughs> by the calamity at the Capitol last week. <laughs> That's like a Three Stooges yeah. episode. The calam <laughs> calamity. Wamp, wamp, wamp. Wamp, wamp, wamp. The Three Stooges and calamity at the Capitol. Listen here. I want... <laughs> hey, Mo! I just got elected. I just got elected a congressman. Why you? I'm gonna be a chief of staff. You hear me? You're gonna do as I say. Lots of gavels involved. That's all right. It's all right, kid. Oh Mo, I voted. I voted for impeachment. Why you? No, it's all right, kid. No worries. He doesn't say no worries. That's all right, kid. You didn't know what you were doing. Get over here. Come here. <laughs> Calamity at the Capitol. The newest short from the Three Stooges. <laughs> the calamity. Oh, the calamity of it all. Anyway, yes, Matt's asking me if we want to take a Zoomer. So the contest itself will begin at 11. Hey, John Galanti. Hi. People love waving at me. Almost like the I'm the queen, you know? <laughs> Uh, for John Galanti, that's an important thing, the Queen. He's an Englishman. Um, 
It's isn't it Galantini? I don't know. <laughs> it's Galantini. What do I say, Galantini? That would sound good in tongues, John Galantini. John the Galantini. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let me see. You want a punster? Yeah, somebody submit your pun. You could become part of the pun contest. And at 11, the experts, me, Doug, Vic, um, and the great Andre Highland will be joining us to compete. That's the show today, and we're going to wrap things up now. Hallelujah, <laughs> Tim. Good morning. Right. Good morning, cool guy. Hey, I'm, I'm Beanie Bros with Doug today. Hello. Yes. What's up, bro? What can I, so you got a pun for me? I do. Now, morning, after the insurrection or the calamity, if you want to call it that, um, they got all these metal detectors set up right in the Capitol. Yes, yeah. I've heard about and this. And yeah. the Republicans aren't going through them, right? Oh, yeah, it's just a, so it's like, just a mess. What? What's the? Well, hold on, let me talk to... about this for a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <it's... laughs> I'm just sidetracking. No, what? So, okay, talk to. So, me. so, my question, like, what's up with these guys, right? I mean, they they don't want to go to the metal detectors. They might be what cyborgs or something. Like they're from like they're from Skynet or something. Now, look, I know their big leader. I know he's a a one Terminator, but. Come on, guys. You, you got to go. get with it and get through the dang metal detectors. <laughs> there you go. Brandon has submitted his pun, the one Terminator. <laughs> I like it. I like hey, it a lot. You. Okay. Thank, hey, thank you. Cut to tape. Um, you want to give it a one to five rating? Yeah, one to five, gang. What do you got? Well, yeah, everybody in so, the Zoom. So, racer. folks, the way we're going to judge the contest today is in Zoom. We need the one to fives, one to fives, and Matt's going to do, he's going to get his calculator out. It's going to be wonderful. And, and uh, you know what, in the chat on a lot of twos. YouTube also. I'm seeing twos hey. and threes. I'm, I'm gonna... seeing lots of fives. I'm seeing lots and lots of fives. Oh, are. Well, a I... lot of people are saying this is a five. Okay. I'm going to land people. at three. Matt's going to be the judge par excellente. Okay. Land at three. Three is better than average. That's my, I mean, that's my calculation. Sometimes about to bust up. I've got more, too. I mean, I can keep going. No, you I can't. Get... Not on my time. I tell you what, why don't you go spin that globe, huh? <laughs> why don't you go spin that globe and sit on it? Give it Come a spin. On. Stop laughing at me. Wait. It's not, it's not that's that not It's there next go. to a picture of my great-grandmother right there. Aw. Anyway. Okay. Where are you calling from, by the way? I like to get a sense Actually, of Actually, yeah, no, I'm calling from Kentucky, um, land of... Our fearless leader, Mitch McConnell. Mm -hmm. There it is. Um, really We're ready, Vic Burger. Yeah. Um, really no, proud. I do need to move the show along. That was, because, that was uh, Doug. That was Doug. Oh, Thanks sorry. for your time. Thank you for your time. I love you. I love you. Wait, and wait, you said, we can ask for, what? you said we can ask for anything and you give it to us? That's Yes, that's the... Okay. Statement no, I made you'll, today. You'll, you'll get an yeah. endorsement. You no, I, no, you, you make a request of me, I shall, I cannot refuse. Come on, man. Okay, money? Get the fuck out of here. Get him out! You want to pay me? Get him out! Three dollars. Three dollars, huh? All right, we'll talk. Three dollars for a three-day How about this? I'll give you free money. Sign up for an annual membership of Patreon, you get five dollars hey. for free. Bing, that's a lot of money. That's hey, fair enough. Little kissy kiss. Kissy kiss, kiss, kiss to you. All right, can we get rid of this guy? <laughs> it's like saying goodbye to my grandmother. <laughs> goodbye. I love you. Yes, I love you too. Goodbye. City of the day, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, this is the reason why so many people join us every week, is to find out what the city of the day is. The city of the day. Oh, we're both playing it. <laughs>
City of the Day is sponsored by... Let's get it big, nice and big, Matt, would you? Nice and big, thanks. Sensory Blasting Tank. <laughs> right under the bus. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sco- scooch it over a little bit, son, would you? What's going on? Just the, the text. You can do it in a Bowie voice. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, I use Zick. I use Zick and tired of bees and quiet. Zick. I use Zick and tired. I use sick and tired of peace and quiet. Yeah. Well, we had a teleprompter fail at the moment, so we're hold on. Are you sick and tired of peace and quiet? Do you think ultimate relaxation is for the birds? Well, now you can get what you need with the sensory blasting tank from Mind Weapon. These custom tanks simulate all five senses to the maximum extent allowed by the FDA, and then some. Lay on a bed of razor-sharp spikes and get whacked from above with rawhide-slapping paddles while extreme noise frequencies explode from 500-watt quadraphonic speakers. Bite down on the intense triple-sour hard-as-steel dental shaft while blinding strobes of the world's most pungent odors fill your tank with hurricane velocity. And that's not all. These marine-grade tanks can be filled with water and brought to a full rolling boil so you can get full body burns in seconds flat. Mind Weapon guarantees your senses will get absolutely shredded in five minutes or less, or you get your money back. So wake up, America, and get blasted with the sensory blasting tank from Mind Weapon. All right, there you go. Mind Weapon, a great new company that we're excited to be partnering with. Uh, City of the Day is... Do we have a, a guess? Well, you know, can I, can I do a brief bone pick here? Okay, I'm turning things over to Matt Carlin Very brief for the remainder of the pick. show. Producer Matt has the mic. Every week, I get people messaging me saying, I know the city of the day, can I come on predict it? So finally this week, I made the instructions clear. I said, get in touch. Nobody... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Stepped up to the plate. Not one person. All right. Well, we have a very small listenership. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I am mad, Matt. That's what they're saying. So does anybody know? Nobody in Zoom knows? Matt is seething. I'm seething. <laughs> Do these hand raisers know it? Gray Niner thinks he does, but I think he's wrong. Brad Oyster, are you saying you know it? I felt like we established Wait, this didn't last they week. crack it last oh, week? Yeah. Game. Oh. They cracked oh, the code, close, but they right? didn't predict it yeah. properly because it's not county of the day. Right. Oh. No, horseman, you can't go again, and that's wrong to my knowledge. Okay. You know what? I don't care. Here's what it is. <laughs> City of the day is, I'll predict <clears throat> it because I know it, Flort, Flort, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 
one of our great state. We're really one of the only peninsulas that we can identify as a state. That is also a state. Maybe there's a couple others. Rhode Island people are saying it's a, that it's truly not an island. Doug, do you know anything about that? Or Rhode Vic? Island? Yeah, people, mm. people often comment. It is, me. though. I mean, why would they say that? It's it's day, not a, I've never been there, so I don't. Well, what is that, Vic? It's not. I mean, I thought it is an island. It's like surrounded completely by water, right? No. Isn't it? Uh, I had a, somebody come up to me on the street yesterday, and they said, Sir, <laughs> <laughs> sir, Rhode Island is not an island. Oh, I thought you said Long Island. Sorry, I wasn't. I was zoning out. No. Wait, so it's Fort Lauderdale, a fort? So this Peninsula. person was the the city is a fort. I need a definition on the word Lauderdale. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna think it's English because Dale is kind of like a field or something, right? We'll get to the bottom of that with our guest today. Oops. Um, city of the day is <laughs> weather. The weather is high of 71, low of, Doug, what's it like down there in Florida when it's getting a little cold, when it's the coldest part of the day? What's that temperature, Doug? Show me the Let light. Let me see 66. I'm going to get you 58. Yeah. The year rock and roll was invented. Or 54. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, what else is happening, everybody? <laughs> We've got a lot to get through. Um, um, I'm just trying to think. Of what, what do you have? Oh, Vic, Vic. I wanted to. Uh, Vic. I was speaking of weather. I was wondering, um, like, what the weather was going to be like during Joe Biden's inauguration, because I assume that people are going to be out there. I just wanted to let you know if you go, it's going to be cold, and they are expecting some precipitation, and they're saying that could range from rain to snow to hail to the chief. Hmm. Huh? You're sliding one in there. Are you getting rid of your your dog shit? <laughs> That's the worst one. That's the tamest <laughs> one I have. So okay. yeah. Yeah. That's what you're going to get at 11 o'clock, folks. It's Merely 11 o'clock. I don't know. Vic, do you uh, want to... I'm just um, getting rid of it. Yeah, I have a couple. Of, <laughs> I have some real bad ones. But we, we obviously saw the major shadow banning, oh, the actual banning of the yeah. president of the United States last week. I don't think we were on the air for that. Was that at the? Was that Friday, maybe? Mm, or, it was like, yeah, it was Friday. It was Friday night, remember. like they slipped it in. Right. Yes. Um, And so one of the great... Uh, Twitter accounts of all time is no more. It was a little, you know, it was probably way too late to take it down. It was a very dangerous account, considering it was the leader of the free world. Right. They're just trying to show that they did something, even though they were kind of culpable. They warned him. They, You know, there was like months of this sort of like, you can't keep posting this stuff. It's, you know, if if you keep doing it, there's going to be repercussions and all this stuff. And Vic, I asked you to compile your top ten Trump tweets. Not that we're well, David Letterman show, but yeah, uh, your favorite. And I, I think this is going to be fun because it's not like the. Hopefully, I haven't heard yours, but hopefully, this isn't going to be like the stuff we all know and the stuff that you know. Because he's been right. Just a little context. This tweet from Don Jr. was resurfaced from 2012 the other night, and it says, "My father." My father, my father, hey guys, my father, (laughs) hey guys, my father has already exceeded 1.3 million followers on Twitter. Follow him on at Real Donald Trump. Great and exciting insights. Great and exciting insights. Okay. So that was 2013. And imagine if you could like time travel Don Jr. to like the day of the riots and be like this is what le- this is the you know i'm gonna be in your backyard 
<laughs> so, Vic, take it away. Give us a few. Yeah, I'll give you a few. These aren't these are not my all time favorites. There's so many, and some of the the best ones are the ones that everybody knows. But I I went through. <laughs> So I have, I kind of have them by themes here. Right okay. now, I'm going to start. And with, give us a time yeah. too, if you have like a yeah. date or some year. I think I have them all time. in um, uh, chronological order, I believe okay. here. So early. So this is this section is the um, the windmill tweets. <laughs> he has an obsession with windmills and uh-huh. wind turbines. <laughs> so this is a tweet he sent to Rachel Maddow. Standing in front of wind turbines is sad. Rachel, <laughs> windmills are terrible for the environment. Um, then another one. Windmills are the greatest threat in the U.S. to both bald and golden eagles. <laughs> Media claims fictional global warming is worse. There's um, another one. Turbines will kill more birds than hunters. Wind turbine syndrome. So this is like he's so pissed off at wind turbines yeah, that he creates just... a disease okay. around it. Wind turbine syndrome <laughs> is affecting tremendous numbers of people in their wake. Stop ugly turbines. And this is because they're putting them off the coast of his uh, of, golf of his course. Scot- right? his, yeah. his golf course in Scotland. And then, and then this isn't a tweet, but he said he actually said as president in 2019, the noise from windmills causes cancer. Oh. So there, there you have it. Um, <laughs> did he really say that? He did say that, yes. Um, and then I have uh, where are some of these. So there's two uh, that are based around Apple. Uh, this is from 2013. <laughs> he didn't. He did not know that Steve Jobs died. So <laughs> I can't believe Apple isn't moving faster to create a larger iPhone screen. Bring back Steve Jobs. <laughs> so this is oh this after God. he died. After he died. Yeah. <laughs> So then, a couple days. How later, long did? How long has he been dead for? At that I think point? at that point, I think he died in 2011, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> two years, and then, and then, so then, so then. Well, maybe he was looking for a Frankenstein situation. <laughs> That's right. Bring him back. Yeah, if anyone can do it, Apple can. And then, um, so a couple days later, he. He probably realized that oh, I should say something about the about Steve Jobs dying or whatever. There can't be any. Let me guess. There's no. There's no admittance of fault here. Right, not really, not okay. really. But he's but of course he goes into the like the the gossip kind of thing. So so let's get this right. Steve Jobs <laughs> dies and leaves his wife everything, billions of dollars. Now his wife has a boyfriend, <laughs> lover. Oh, oh Steve. <laughs> what? Wait, say that again? So, so, so let's oh, get this Steve. right. Yeah. Let's get this right. Steve Jobs dies and leaves his wife everything, billions of dollars. Okay. Now his wife has a boyfriend, lover. Oh, Steve. What a psycho. Have a couple more. Um, do you want to do the... Maybe we'll do the schlong tweets. Do you want to do that? Mm. Or save that? Or? Of course, yes. Okay, Give we'll us through the these. schlong tweets. These are all in order. Once mm. again, <laughs> mainstream media is dishonest. So wait, set this up with okay. what happened before this. Oh, yeah, he, he, I guess he was at a rally or a speech or something, <laughs> and he mentioned that, that Hillary Clinton got beaten by uh, Obama, but he referred to it as schlonged. She got, he, he got, she got schlonged, or he schlonged her. He yeah. schlonged her. Obama schlonged Hillary. So there was, there was, so, there was all kinds of people. Yeah. There's hubbub. Like, you know, people are like, what is he talking about? Why is he talking about penises pounding. or whatever it is, you know? And so then of course he gets home from his rally. It's a 10 47 at night. Um, once again, mainstream media is dishonest. Schlonged is not vulgar. <laughs> when I said Hillary got schlonged, that meant beaten badly. 
Uh, <laughs> NPR's Neil Conan said schlonged to WAPO regarding 1984 Mondale Ferrero campaign and finds up some random thing. That ticket went on to get schlonged at the polls. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag hypocrisy. Uh-huh. Um, for those on TV defending my use of words schlonged. <laughs> <laughs> Triple down. <laughs> right. Because mainstream media is giving it false meaning. Uh-huh. Tell them it means beaten badly. Dishonest mainstream media. <laughs> When I said that Hillary Clinton got schlonged by Obama, <laughs> it meant gotten beaten badly. The media knows this often used word in politics. <laughs> it's so, not often no, used. No. So that was his last schlong tweet. And it's not been said since by Everybody anybody. knows it. All right. And I have two more here that are just... Uh, Go ahead. I mean, this is, this, is a, I mean, this is a classic. I don't know if everyone knows it, but like this one... I'm enjoying this. Especially like, you know, in the age of vaccines and COVID and everything. Oh, boy. Healthy young child goes to doctor, gets pumped with massive shot of many vaccines, doesn't feel good, and changes. Autism. Many such cases. <laughs> many such many cases. Many such cases. So then, and then this one, because it's timely, is a classic. Are you allowed to get impe- Are you allowed to impeach a president for gross incompetence? Uh, there you there go. There you go. And the question has been answered <laughs> twice, in fact. Twice. <laughs> I love the one. I wonder if you could find it on the fly. But there was one that really struck me as I, one of those mornings you wake up and look and see what's up. And it was him talking about Mika Brzezinski. I've got that here. Oh, yeah. please here share with me. I heard poorly rated Morning Joe speaks badly of me. Don't watch anymore. Then how come low IQ crazy Mika, <laughs> along with Psycho Joe, came to Mar-a-Lago three nights in a row around New Year's Eve and insisted on joining me? She was bleeding badly from a facelift. I said no. <laughs> oh, my God. Bleeding badly from a facelift is so fucked up to talk about by anybody. Yeah. Can you imagine anybody in your life, like, ever talking about anyone's no. bleeding face <laughs> on, on, in some kind of public forum no. about anybody? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sick guy. All right. Well, thank you, Vic, for doing that. Sure. sure. Let's take a call, or as I call, a Zoom. Our old pal, Phil Braun, is here. Phil. I don't think we've talked to him this year. Phil Braun. Next caller. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Phil. What you got for me? Phil. Phil. Uh, just checking in with you on the new year and uh, just seeing how you guys are doing and catching you up on how I'm doing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I. It's kind of what I just it's kinda, said. It's kind of the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah. So let me start uh, over. Hey, Phil, what's yeah. going on with you? Uh, well, I got this um, million dollars from George Clooney that I think uh, probably a lot of people heard about. Uh, no. What? That's cool. You've not heard about that? No. Well, I heard that he was giving a million dollars to some of his closest friends. A yeah, couple months that's, ago. I, that, that was me. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, All right, buddy. So was, well, good luck. <laughs> okay. What happened? No, so I didn't know you knew George Clooney. That's that's kind of neat. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm one of his 14 best friends, and uh, George gave me and uh, 13 other guys a million dollars. And so um, I've been working on trying to get a little investment uh, going here. And came up with a fur company where I'm going to start uh, uh, selling furs, uh, probably to a lot of people in Hollywood here coming up. Fur, yeah, fur coats. Wow, um, you guys uh, have an interest, possibly? Not, no, I don't. 
It's a little warm to wear out here. Yeah. I mean, I might if I were back in Pennsylvania. I know. I don't I know mean, if that's uh, even allowed anymore. That... Can you can you sell fur? Oh, there you go. You got Phil's <laughs> furs, Co- coats for any occasion. Let me ask you yep. about that before I get into the ethics of this. Coats. What what would be a fur coat that would be appropriate for? Let's say, oh, I don't know, some kind of outdoor sport. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you're saying fur coats for any occasion. Fur coats are generally oh. like pretty like severe coats. Like they're, you know what I mean? Or they're like kind of fancy well, or something. They're for warm. That's where I want uh, to be to keep warm. The idiot trod would be one sport you could wear them. Uh, but the I know you're in California. Yeah, I did a rod, not the idiot trod. <laughs> <laughs> the idiot trod is people that go on the dog sleds. Okay, that's what we saw last week. That's what I meant to say. That's right. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you're out playing. You're gonna be out playing tennis or golf. Uh, at any time you're outdoors, uh, golf, tennis, you could wear a fur and keep warm if you're, you know, wintertime, that sort of thing. So okay, um, fair um, enough. Second question for you. Yeah, Mr. Clooney, does he know about this endeavor? Your friend. Well, he it kind of ended. He you know he gave us the Toomey suitcases full of a million dollars. So he just gave you cash. To, he just gave you a suit. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And this is in the news, by the way. I mean, it's it's a real thing yep. <clears throat> that you can see and look up, but that this really did happen. It's but, like you looked uh, up it on CBR.com. <laughs> well, just to, for your listener, I just wanted your listeners to see um, that it's a real, real deal. Okay. Uh, we got a million bucks. But the problem I'm having right now is I tied this money up in the uh, the COVID minks over in Denver. And uh, they are being held up by customs, so I've been having trouble getting those minks back over, uh, over well, here. That's interesting, but I, I'm a little more interested in: Does George Clooney know where his money's going? Um, does George know? Well, does George care whether I'm buying uh, minks? Yeah, from- I would think George Clooney's like a real liberal. I would. I don't know what his animal activism is, but I assume he's got. I mean, just so you understand, like. Well, I don't even know. I mean, it, it I, I don't know if fur coats are legal or not legal, but they're certainly not, um, you know. Well, it's I don't know if you can buy. You can't buy fur coats, can you? Are they? What's the legal state standing of fur I coats? Think, I think you can. I mean, you can. Some, if you go down to Beverly Hills. You can get vintage stuff. And you could buy. I think these. Mm, but I think are they you can making buy fur coats? They're still making this. They are, okay. Yeah. But so, it's, well, it's. Why yeah. you, why it's are you making full fur coats in this day and age? Why do we got to do fur coats? What kind of. Where are you sourcing the fur? Mink? Copenhagen mink? No. Um, <laughs> I haven't been able to get these Denmark minks, so I'm having trouble importing them over. Um, so I've got an alternative going on, and I just wanted to try to get those going. Um, okay. Just, what is it? What is it? What's the alternative? Well, <laughs> um, I guess... Uh, I guess my audio is uh, not working quite right here. So I'm hearing some bark. I'm hearing some. some I assume bark. it's you dogs. Got you got some. What? You got, do you have room for all those dogs in that in that uh, yard of yours? You have no what, idea how long I've what been dogs? waiting. What dogs? <laughs> oh, I see. I thought that was you. Are you playing? Anything? I'm not doing anything. Oh, I. That's so, like yeah. Wait, are I you guys coming from Phil's area? Are you? You yeah. have dogs there that you're using for fur? Is that? Where uh, this is going? Uh, where are you hearing it from? Because th- th- everything is clear on my end. <laughs> I hear a lot of dogs, and Doug and Vic are no, not playing no. anything. So, <laughs> uh, 
Well, that's um, awful. No, I, I mean, I have a pet dog, but I, I don't have... I don't have... Um, All right, Phil, I don't, I don't I'm going to let you go because... Uh, shame hey, on can you. I talk, well, look, can I talk... Uh, maybe if I could talk to your wife about a coat, I could sell uh, some of the guys. Vic, your wife, you want to give me your no, phone number? We don't, my wife would not want a fur coat. Okay, she's. Uh, well, you don't know until you ask. She's not gonna wear a dog fur coat. You understand? I didn't. I'm not saying. That. It sounds like to me you're selling dog fur coat with George not, Clooney's money. I'm not and saying that. That's at all. A kind of an interesting follow-up to the original good-hearted sort of good news story about George Clooney giving his friends a million dollars each. I also want to ask you this, Phil: Are there tax implications for the million dollars that you got from George Clooney? It's all under the table, baby. All right. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> Good luck to you right. with this See endeavor, but so do not support it. Wow. Shocking stuff from Phil Braun. Yeah. I don't see why they can't make humane. Instead of faux fur, you could do real fur, but it could be dog fur from when you take your dog to the... Can, yeah, can't you the, shave you know, when it, they shave the dog? Mix it with glue? And, shave and, these pools yeah. down, yeah. save that... Fur. I always think about Don't, that. What do they you can throw, even do they like, throw with it human out. hair. You can do it with human hair yeah. too if you want. People get haircuts I all the time. Working out go to the barber. Show. Go to the groomer. Yeah. Collect. Get it all and repurpose it. Wash, By the way, wash it, boil it, or something. Boil it. I want to thank Doug Lusenhop for, <laughs> Love for boil providing hair. this new uh, workout tape. It was oh, a yeah. big success on Saturday, and it continues to exist as a you know you can watch as many times as you want if you're up on the Patreon. Uh, if you're up. If you're paid, you dues. You get the workout from Doug. We're gonna have to do it again. Why do you need to do it again? Because it's there. It's done. Oh, maybe it's something about it. So that's I didn't forget. Fun it. to do live. All right, I won't do it again. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, Matt, last week, yes, we were talking about um, apologies. Okay, <clears throat> that's right. And you've discovered sort of the what? opposite of this, which is the double down. Yes. Yes. I have a big double down story that some folks might be familiar with. Uh, I've got some, some visuals for it. So I'll take you through. First, Lana Del Rey. There was this headline in Complex Magazine you see here. Yes. Lana, very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> complicated. Lana Del Rey doesn't believe Donald Trump purposely incited the Capitol riot. Now, Glad we asked. Yeah. Hmm. She's been kind of a controversial figure. Who fucking I cares? Like, I, didn't what know that. I, I like her music. I like her music, yeah. too. But she, whatever. She's like dating that cop guy from the, the live PD show. I, she, it, not a whatever. real cop. There's been other stuff. She's problematic. She, so it seems. We're not sure. Jury's out. But she gave this interview. <clears throat> It's un, you know, they took it slightly out of context. It's kind of a link bait title, but rather than issue an apology, which you can see here, she did issued a double down via the, uh, video. What is she in, like a, an orphanage? <laughs> it, does, it is. <laughs> it looks like think? she's she's like hanging out at Mrs. Hannigan's. <laughs> yeah, look at this. It's kind of a messy bed to do. So should we watch this vid? Let's see if little orphan Annie pops in in the background. <laughs> this is the double down video. Oh, are we muted, Wes? What's going on here? Is that on me? What's going on? I prefer Lana Del Taco. <laughs> so I just want to talk about a couple of things. Um, some of the articles that are coming out today about me thinking that Trump didn't mean to incite the riots. I think it's cute that that's the little takeaway that Complex gets from that. And um, 
especially with our relationship over the last 10 years, obviously completely disregarded and the other bigger magazines, that goes for you as well. I, th I get it. I have something to say and I don't just show up giggling and talking about my hair and my makeup. I was asked directly political questions for over 40 minutes by the BBC Radio 1. And I answered them, you know, and I said, when someone is so deeply deficient in empathy, they may not know that they're the bad guy. Okay. And that may be a controversial opinion, but <laughs> don't make the controversy that Controversy. The controversy That's that I, would I don't say. think that he meant to incite a riot. Mm. It's, it's not the point is what I was saying. Right. The general point is the wider ranging issue of sociopathy and narcissism that's being reflected in our government mm -hmm. to right back to us. And what we've seen in our in, in the pandemic is the second ep epidemic. And I, I, I talked about this for 10 minutes. And I, I said I said to Annie Mack, this is the takeaway for me. Don't do press. We've seen violence. <laughs> Who's asking you to do press? Your label. Say no. You know what? It doesn't, it, it's a big pain in the ass. Everyone takes me out of context, so I'm done doing because press. Of issues of you think anybody between one partner or reading another, these complex the, interviews, any of these fucking interviews are like and the chaos. buying your records because of it? Just don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, but it was a relationship with complex. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very complex to me. Uh, it's very hard to be. That was a double down, though. Yeah, I mean, with all due respect. I think she kind of. It was the tone. Was she clarified. <laughs> clarification. She went after the mainstream media. With all due respect. All due respect. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Is how I see. Well, it's the you know the the typical reaction that we discussed last week would be an you know just issue the apology. But she's saying no. She's she's going on the offensive. Right. Well, everybody's right. got to do all these backflips. If she well, if she was feels like she was taken out of context, mm -hmm. why should she just bend I, the knee? I would uh, like an apology from you right now, uh -oh. Uh -oh. Matt. I would like an apology from you <laughs> for, for, for spoiling the show no, with that bringing, stinker. No, I. I Here's the thing. I say controversial things every week and no one cares. Kiss. Where's my article? Where's my clickbait? I gotta start riling people up. You can't even rile over rile up the, the right wingers anymore, it seems. I know. Well they've been silenced. <laughs> but I think I did get that Nick Fuentes all upset and yeah. he was going for weeks on me. He did like an four hour breakdown of our stupid interview and just couldn't oh, get yeah, over right it. Right away. Wait, who? Nick, Nick Fuentes. Oh, oh, Nick. When he, when he, Booger Nick. When he wormed his way into the show. Where is he? Is he in Booger hiding? Nick. He's talking about my hook nose. Yeah. Is he in hiding? Uh, he should be. Well, he his, should his, be. his platform got taken down, right? D Live. Well, D Live. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, if you want to say, did he, in, did he, did Trump uh, literally call for a, a, a violent attack on the Capitol? No, that's that's how advanced everything has gotten because he and his people and Stephen Miller and all these people know that they can that they've learned from history that they don't need to be literal. Yeah. They can talk. They can talk in dog whistles and codes. And, but like, and, if Trump wasn't I mean, president, would this riot have happened? Of course not. No, you know? like it, he uh, he. For years, he's talked about how the election is going to be stolen from him and everything. They've and, created a reality. Yeah. They've created an alternate reality <clears throat> where what choice did some of these people have? What were their options? Their options were to just lay down and let the the literally let the Chinese communist country, the Chinese uh, government, or the country of China, literally take over America. 
and and Satanists and pedophiles and you know they've stolen the election and they are Satanists that are going to destroy our country. That's what these people have been told for years. I sound like Dan Carlin now. (laughs) Again. My God. No, I was listening. Dan Carlin has a great podcast called Common Sense. And he went through this last night. But he's told these, why wouldn't they storm the Capitol? Of course they're going to. This is their, their literal, like, there are some people saying that if Biden takes over and if every, you know, the country gets handed to this communist satanic cult, that, that, that you know, conservatives, real Americans, are going to be rounded up and put in concentration camps. I got hairy legs. <laughs> what are these people supposed to think they're supposed to do? Dead. Dead. And they've been told, Dead. you've on, got to man. fight. You can't not let this. So I feel for some of these people. I feel, I feel like, you know, I know some, some people tangentially through my life that fall into this category. And they're people that have you know, had things have not gone well for them in their life. You know, they've been, uh, they've, you know, through the, through their own choices often or through just the luck of the draw, just people are not, you know, they have not had success. Things have not gone well. And there's, it's very easy to be open to finding some, somebody or something right. to blame and con men have been around forever and they he preys on people like that and, that, and gives them a an answer you know it gives someone to blame and yes and trump it, says yeah whether it's immigrants yeah it could be the, anybody the, the chinese communist right, government right. the global elites mm-hmm. the hollywood <clears throat> socialists the jews everybody and a lot of people didn't a lot of people that came out to vote for trump i think didn't really know who he was from the 80s they knew his his bullshit NBC, persona, NBC, yeah. Uh, the apprentice. Look at this yeah. billionaire. Look at he's he knows how to run a, I like a Olive company. Garden. Yeah. So I, I I mean I'm I don't want to sound too sympathetic. I think a lot of these people are smart <clears> enough <throat> to know the difference, but there are people that feed into this that got really hosed and got brainwashed. And brainwashing is real. It happens in cults. It's not some kind of just fun expression. It's a it's a thing that can that can happen to people. And it's gonna be very hard to pry these people away from this this uh you know, religion of belief, right? And which is why you know people like uh, Rand Paul and and Ted Cruz are kind of keeping their options open, not condemning it too much because they want there's a market. Those, yeah, he, they want to run for president Absolutely. again. Absolutely. All right, I believe we have our guest standing by. Bueller. Is that correct? Absolutely. Bueller. And then it is with great honor, it is with great honor <laughs> that I welcome to the show. It is with great respect. It is with great honor I welcome to the show Lance Oppenheim. Lance, there you are. Here I am. Hey, it's nice to nice to see you. Thanks for having me. Let me ask you a question because this ha- this was an issue last week. Have we met? Uh, what do you think? I think we have. I met you in a dream. Sam. No, I think I met, I met you. Uh, I, I met, met you. you I, I, think I, I saw I saw you at a thing, and I said, "Hey, I, I love your stuff." I, you know, you, and I said, "Get the fuck uh, away from! Get out of here!" You said you, get said, out. you said you smell bad and leave me alone. No, and then, um, Oh, wow. Did I, meet, my feelings. did I meet you at the Mister America screening? Maybe in New York. Yeah, you got good. Yeah, you got good memory. Well, that, I've been that told windmill this. syndrome isn't hitting you yet. What's that called? The, the windmill. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Windmill. I can't remember what it's called. It's windmill. What is, what is this? Some cancer. Survey? It's cancer. No, it's, it's, it's a, oh, nice. windmill cancer. Uh, yeah, windmill cancer. <laughs> um, 
Well, we I I don't remember that, which is now becoming seemingly becoming a problem in my life that I'm not retaining certain memories. But I've been told, I think, by Dory from Magnolia. She said, I think I introduced you to to him. It was a brief one, but it was an, it was a nice one. You you did speaking of smells, I thought you smelled pretty pretty good. I usually smell um, all right. And, yeah, no, it was nice. And then I got to meet Gre- Greg really briefly, uh, and I'm a big fan of his too. I love entertainment, and yeah. I asked him about uh, I think Frank Sinatra uh, Junior, and he 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 talked my ear off, uh, hmm. and I loved it. That, we it should get great. Greg on just to talk about like. Frank Sinatra Junior. That would be fun. Um, Lance, I don't. Where do I begin with you? Let me begin this way. You posted this on Instagram. <laughs> I don't. Maybe you could tell where this came from, but uh, you somebody sent you a note. I don't know where they sent this note. It said, "Good film. Listen to your interview on NPR as a PR consultant." A piece of advice, answer questions in a shorter way. <laughs> you spend 30 to 65 seconds answering questions, which was beyond tedious. <laughs> and I'm only reading this because you posted it, so I feel like you're okay with it. Uh, and made me think it would be equally tedious to watch film, which thankfully it was not. You don't do yourself justice. <laughs> what is that about? <clears throat> Uh, th- that guy sent me that email like during uh, the interview, so I, I was distracted. I, you know, he didn't some even people let were you texting f- me, and what a quick way! Seemed excited, you know. Um, Such a quick way and, to mit- form an opinion. Well, I think you know he's probably partially right. You know, I, I could use a, a PR consultant. Everyone could use a PR consultant. You know, yeah. even you, Tim. You know, you could I use have, one. You know, can I hire? I have a PR consultant that I, I have a PR consultant that I speak with every day. <laughs> we go through everything. <laughs> We've got a huge no, but, list. Yeah, it, it, I, uh, th- I looked the guy up on the internet, and um, he, he seems like he's big on Gab. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know if it's on the Gab? same guy. I, I don't know oh, how he would have gotten a link to the movie. If Maybe he's a film critic in disguise or something, but I, 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 I don't know. I have know. to say, I'm so up. bored by this right now. I hate to do this. <laughs> it's like, ugh, you're, dra- you're just droning on. How many seconds? 30, well, 40? what we need, Matt, is a timer 32. here. So I'm going to ask you a question. Let's see if we can tighten things up when it comes to your answers. <laughs> um, listen, I feel bad for my audience to some degree because I got to see this movie uh, a month or so ago because of my Hollywood connections. Magnolia put out Billion Dollar Movie and they put out Mr. America, so they're we're friends. But they're putting this movie out. And it was really one of my favorite, seriously, one of my favorite movies of, like I said earlier, I don't know how to say, of the past several years, maybe. Better than Goodfellas? Or, or, it's or, not better uh, than Goodfellas. No. Get out of your head. Come on, man. <laughs> Give me a break. Imagine... This movie's better than Goodfellas. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, it is. If just briefly, can you just talk about what the movie is about for my audience? See if we can do it in under ten seconds. Under <laughs> <laughs> ten. Um, okay. Well, th- this is. Thank you for that. That's very. That means a lot from you. Uh, first, first off. Um, but uh, this is a movie. It's a, it's about uh, the villages, uh, the world's famous retirement community. Um, this isn't a political expose of a movie. This is a movie about four, you know, four people who live there who are kind of on the margins of the marketing fantasy there. They're struggling to fit in. They have a lot of problems. 
they get into some trouble and all the things in life that they're trying to avoid by living in the villages hit them right in the face. Their Truman <laughs> showboat hits a wall. Right. Um, oh, man. I got that. that was nice. I didn't so do that. that was Son good. of a bitch. Was that, that, no. was me. that, that was me. Sorry. No. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. It's a, <laughs> I, I always feel really terrible. I'm like not good at describing the, the movie. No, no it was, it was excellent. I was just that was perfect. Being a jerk. So... Um, the villages, so people understand, is this enormous retirement community in, in but, sort of... What is, the, is it 130,000 people? Is that what it is? It's insane. Yeah, it's, uh, so it's the villages, it, it's, this, it's, it's literally 130,000 people have chosen to, to uproot themselves from wherever they live, move to Florida inside of this retirement community that's designed to simulate the 1950s and the 60s. They have their own newspaper that prints only the good news. They got a radio (laughs) station that that plays only the songs from the 50s and the 60s. It's this sort of like, like, you know, really artificially constructed world that everyone's choosing to move to to spend their, you know, final few chapters of their life in. So Lance, you're what? How old are you? I'm old enough. You're 24? (laughs) 20 I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm 24 you it, this is this is the shock this is the right. story right how and and this is your is this your first feature have you made films before i've made i've made a bunch of shorts before but this is the first uh long long movie i've made so how did this how did this project start because as a guy as a guy who's 40 i'm gonna be 45 the idea of being where you are right now 24 is insane and the maturity that exists in this movie is also, I feel like there's another side to this story that somebody else is involved. <laughs> you got the Maisels working for you somehow. I got a ghost director. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I no, don't mean to no. be disrespectful, but it does. it's a compliment. It feels like a very mature, fully realized kind of uh, view or point of view. But so how did it begin? And I know Darren Aronofsky produced this or executive produced it. I'm guessing maybe yeah. he wasn't maybe involved in the beginning or maybe he was. Tell me how you started this process. Yeah. Well, you know, I made a movie about a guy living on a cruise ship. This is a retiree. He had been living on cruises exclusively for 20 years. He's a dude who is obsessed with Royal Caribbean and that's he's chosen to sort of escape reality and live. You know, that's the existence he chose to want to right. go to. So I made that film and I was I was kind of obsessed with this idea of like, you know, why is it that, that that this generation, the baby booming generation, chooses to, you know, I don't I think the villages is a very popular idea for that specific generation. I don't know if it would really work for every generation. Right. Um, made that film. And then I saw a marketing advertisement for the villages, which looked exactly like the morning in America, Ronald Reagan ad. Yeah. Uh, but it was supposed to, you know, a very contemporary version. It also kind of looked like the opening from Blue Velvet. And then I saw a few days later that it be- had become this article that was like, this place is one of the fastest growing cities in the country, not just retirement communities, but cities, right. literally. Um, so I just was interested. I-, I didn't really know. You know, I think a lot of the the, the previous reporting on the place was a lot um, to do. I mean, it's an extremely conservative world there. It's like, you know, 98.3% white, very homogenous mm-hmm. nomenclature there is everyone kind of has their own way of being. Um but I think, you know, the, the, the interesting thing when I got there was that, like, I was sort of the same age that a lot of the people who chose to live there were trying to return back to. I was about to this start <laughs> off as my college thesis. Right. And there's this, you know, the Peter Pan syndrome. I didn't want to fucking leave college. I wanted to stay there for the rest of my life. Yeah. And a lot of the people there were trying to return back. And the, the ways they were spending their time was very similar to, I guess, how I was spending time in college. So there was this kind of interesting thing that happened where, like, 
age kind of became less important, um, you know, and then I, I, you know, I also wanted to make a movie that wasn't about elderly people. I wanted to make the movie about people. Yeah. I feel like every time you see a movie about elderly folks on screen, it's like, you know, they defang them. And the only movie I can think of that hasn't done that is like the mule or something, the Clint right. Eastwood movie. Yeah. Um, so did, and then, um, how did you ingrain yeah. yourself in the villages? How did you, a, how did you find, I, my guess is you talked to a lot of people and sort of ve- like, like sort of narrowed down to some people that you really found were going to be fascinating to follow. But yeah, how did you get down there and get these people to trust you and, and spend time down there? Well, it took a lot of time. I mean, for one, the, the developers of the place, like they tried to kick me out and, you know, they, they put like a digital wanted poster of my face around. Jesus. So it was like, wow. don't, don't trust this guy. But um, the, I didn't know anyone there. I, I basically just found, um, I, I realized that the place is like a gated community. I'm putting gated in quotes. Yeah. Uh, it's like symbolically gated. Anyone can kind of drive in whenever they want. Um, and I, I saw there was like a ton of Airbnb listings. So I just started off by choosing whoever I could find was like the most interesting Airbnb host. I found these two retired rodeo clowns and then I moved in with them <laughs> for like probably almost a month. And then I just basically got to know them pretty well. They kind of showed me where certain clubs were, you know, they gave me this like 200 page club listing document that had like a club for the Elaine's, all the Elaine's in the place have their own right. club apparently, yeah. um, the cheerleaders, stuff like that. Right. And, um, I basically just started emailing people unsolicitedly, which was also how I got in touch with Aronofsky. I had been sending him emails for like five years. I wish I found your email, Tim. I probably would have done the same, um, but I would go through the Sony hacks when I was in high school and I would like source my favorite <laughs> filmmakers emails from there put them in a spreadsheet and just email people and say, Hey, I love your stuff. That's how you do it. I just made a short, you know, go look at it, please. And then usually people wouldn't respond. And he did. Well, it took four years, four and a half ish years. I, 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 um, you know, uh, he he didn't respond. It was actually one of his like execs at Mm -hmm. his production company. They were like, Hey, you should stop, uh, doing this he's never going to read these emails um but like i watched your short it's cool you know i'd love to you know if you want to talk about it right uh sure so i went showed him some stuff i had shot from this film already and then um i told them that a lot of other people were interested which wasn't the case and then i (laughs) basically just uh played it up and then he got involved so you shot down there kind of on spec for a while and then at one point you say okay this is actually going to be a movie do you were you sh- are you the DP or did you have a DP? That's a director the of photography, D- by the way, Greg. <laughs> yeah, not the other DP. Tim's got a dirty mind. Um, hey, uh, no, I, I, the DP of the movie is like one of my best friends. I've been making movies with him since I was like seventeen. Uh, so is David he down Bowen. there with you as well, like living with you? Yeah, he was living. So we all ended up while we were making this movie, we all just lived in the villages proper. Like we we got a house there. It's pretty cheap. Um, and you know, I mean, I think part of the trust building process with the subjects in the film, I didn't realize that we were going to make, I had no idea what movie we were making for so long. Uh, And it it was honestly pretty terrifying because I got all these people involved in it. And suddenly I was like, oh, wow, I have finally, like, I have a little bit of wiggle room where I could keep shooting this and I have the resources finally to go and figure this out. But to everyone else who had been involved in it, they were like, oh, this guy knows exactly what he's doing. He's got this whole fucking thing figured out. And I didn't, um, but my editor, Daniel Garber, who, I, who also um, like really a co-author of the movie, the documentary editors 
as you probably know, you got your editor behind you. Yep. Um, you know, they're like the co-authors of whatever you make. He's, he's really, I don't um, see it that way. He was like a director <laughs> in the edit. <laughs> I got a question. Uh, the guy hey, hit me. The guy that doesn't live at the place, the guy mm-hmm. living in the van. I'll try not to spoil it. Yeah. But how did you, how did you find yeah. that guy? So that dude, I met him at a singles club. He was masquerading as a villager. There, there's a guy in question. Uh, he's he's a, a man who pretends to be a villager, but he's actually just living in a van. Um, and he drove from California to Florida to meet wealthy widows because he wants to move in with them. Um, but he gave me a, a business card that said, like, because everyone there uses these business cards. It's like old school Facebook. It has like their interests, their name, a photo right. of them. Uh, really fun stuff. And then his his business card said celebrity handyman and personal companion for hire. So I was like, oh, is this dude like American a gigolo, gigolo or something yeah. like that? And you know. Follow up question. Do you know where he is now or do you keep up with him at all? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's been kind of amazing about like making short, you know, making a short film, you just, you drop into someone's life. I mean, this is my experience at least. I mean, I, you'd only follow someone for like five or six days, then you disappear and yeah. you get more attached to the art than the person. Uh, and this movie, you know, it was like, we just spent, we spent a lot of time with these people. So when the camera stopped rolling, like I still talk to them once a week, Dennis, uh, the, the van man, I don't want to ruin the ending of the film, but uh spoiler alert uh um he was i uh, was trying to make a joke about six cents but i can't i'm not gonna i don't know how to do that segue don't i don't have your skills don't give in. anything away i, okay, I really because i went i went into yeah. this movie without knowing anything about it okay. i ended up watching it again with my wife the next night because it's like you gotta see this this is so good oh damn um, wow. i remember you know first i don't think we've that. said the name of it oh, yeah yet. well this and is my only problem with the movie <laughs> <laughs> you think you're gonna get off scot-free <laughs> I know how hard names are. I'll tell you, with Mr. America, we had nothing but trouble with that. What is the name of this movie? It took forever to figure that out. Can you call it nothing but trouble? I love that movie. Something about Some Kind of Heaven is annoying. Some Kind of Heaven is annoying just personally for me and my brain. (laughs) I can't ever remember it. It's like one of those things. Like my daughter has a friend named Sophia. I can never recall the name. I'm always like... Is it Fiona? No, it's Sophie. Okay. Like something about the name Some Kind of Heaven. I get the title. It makes sense. It's my it's my pet peeve. Whatever. Well, yeah, you know what? Well, just go away, man. No, no one's asking you, all right? <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Uh, call hey, wait, it. Sorry, I know. I, I, you shot, so you shot Mr. America kind of, kind of like a doc in a way, you know? Because you shot that movie. How, you spent like only a few days shooting that. We shot that movie in three days. That's crazy. Yeah, it's the truth. Plus, with a little like extra, like we shot a half a day oh. with like some drone shots and stuff, and but really, yeah, just three days. <laughs> it's I think it's in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> That's intense. Um, my, I got to move things along because we have our pun contest at eleven. Um, but. What are, I want to you, ask you. Are you uh, thinking of your next film? Are you, uh, that, are you that part? Let's take or, it easy on I'm that. just curious. Like, I, I see I how this goes. Then you worry about what I'm just blown next. away by the look of it and the shots you got. It's, I mean, it's a, it is a, like, a genuine piece of art. And I'm just amazed actually, at it. Actually, that, yeah. that reminds me like, of a question I wanted you. to ask. Because it's not just somebody, like, with, like, a lot of documents just have, like, a camera over their shoulder and it's just, like, you know, shaky and everything. This is, like, very beautiful Wes Anderson level, like, shots are amazing. So let me ask you that. There are, there are, there's a lot of composed shots in this film. A lot of, you know, mm. shots that don't just come right. naturally 
from you, you being in the right place. Like there was some participation, I imagine with your character, with your, you know, people you're following, you must've been sort of, there's a, there's a, how do I say it? You're, you're working with them to make this thing look great. Like you must be directing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, totally. I mean, and, and oh, I think like, there's a few things, right? The style of the movie is is dictated from the from the from the setting or the or the subject matter. So in this case, like I wanted to sort of inhabit the dreamscape. And I, if you're making a documentary in a dream or about a dream or about a fantasy land, you can't just do like fly on the wall verite. Right. But also, you know, like you can't just do observational filmmaking. You'll, you'll never. I was already sticking out because I was much younger and I had this big camera with me. Um, so I just kind of went, you know, I, I kind of leaned into it. And what we ended up doing is we. It was almost like the subjects. Everything in the movie is real, but they're but they're almost performing, you know, versions of their lives. Sometimes yeah. we would be in the right place, at the right time, and we would be able to shoot something out. But you know, we're shooting like we have like reaction shots, things that yeah, that like yeah, you're fucking you with know, reality a little. You bit. never really get in a in a film or in a documentary. I think it's great, and I assume everybody's happy with it. I assume the people you're little. But that honestly was was kind of it's the most honest way to make a film. If you're if you're if you're close with your subjects, like I think this this sort of process got me like infinitely closer to the people I was making the film with because they knew what we were doing all the time. I couldn't just be like, yeah, all right, right, you know, take off your clothes and go somewhere. You know, it's like <laughs> they would question decisions like that. They would question sometimes like, why am I doing? You know, what, what, why are we shooting this type of thing? Right. Um, and they're happy it with cool. it. They're happy with it. Crazily, yeah, they, they made fake merch. If you, I, I can, uh, if you look up Dennis D, uh, uh, Reggie Kinser puts the spirituality uh, back in spirit. I think is the Facebook group. Reggie's created a, a Facebook group where he's selling his bootlegged merch. Uh, he's creating <laughs> his own merch for the movie. That's great. Um, so anyway, but thank you for having me, guys. It's it's an honor, and you know your film, your your work has, you know, you've created a whole thing. So thank you, uh, thank, thank you. you. Why don't you make a documentary about me next time? I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> that's what people want to see. That's going to bring people in. All right, one of those long six parters. <laughs> I, give you, I give, I open my books. You're, I, I'm, you know, like you the can, vow. You could live with me like too can, long. You can embed with me for as long as you need. I'll give you access to all my emails. And everything. Okay. All right, ladies, don't laugh. It's very serious. Um, all right, let's take a minute. Doug, can you give us something, some reset? Some, uh, Did we say the film's out tomorrow? Did we tell people? Oh, some tomorrow? kind of heaven or some kind of title, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Some kind it. of heaven doc. Oh, the village is doc. That's coming out today, I believe. Tomorrow. Right? Is it not today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Uh, sorry, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, whatever. And, Do uh, yourself a yeah. favor and buy this or rent it. Yes. However, how are people watching it? Uh, you got to go on VOD. You got to pay like six bucks, but only six dollars. Do it. It's worth it. It's absolutely six dollars. It's it's a good thing. Uh, and then Hulu later on. Yeah, nice. it'll come to Hulu. But do do it. Have yourself a nice night. Don't just watch yeah. The Sopranos like I do every night. Watch this. <laughs> pay for it. Support Magnolia. Support Lance. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. All right, babe. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, guys. Take care. Peace. I call Peace. my guest babe. Um, let's bring in... Um, I do like when we have a, just 10 seconds of something going on back there, guys. I mean... <laughs> we 
we're back. We're back with our only pun. Wait, is uh, Andrew Highland here? Andre Highland, I mean. Should be. Andre. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Look at you. Right, so my headphones don't have a microphone attached to it, so. Oh, you sound fine. My... All right, cool. The ambiance <laughs> is fine. Good to see you, man. You're calling in from New Zealand. Yeah, man. It's 8 a.m. here, but I actually haven't even gone to sleep. Shut up. <laughs> What's that about? Yeah, what are you like living a rock and roll lifestyle? Hell. What are you hanging out with David Bowie? That's right, just that Southern Hemisphere style. What are you doing down <laughs> there? Uh, um, my girlfriend was working here, and then I ended up working here oh, a little cool. bit. And uh, kind of won like the 2020 lottery to get to be here. So That's, that's awesome. Been, How long have you been down there? About that. Uh, since August. So I was there for the first half of the year. <laughs> and are you, <laughs> or, you in? Know, uh, are you in Auckland? Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. I know these things. Yeah, <laughs> I know where everything is. <laughs> Who cares? I know where everything is. All right, are you ready? I don't want. I'm not. This isn't the Andre Highland interview, by Good the way. Day, okay. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah. I'm here for puns, not fun. Thank you. <laughs> well, these are fun. Um, and do we have a? Uh, are we just going with our punmen from earlier? Well, we have. I mean, I, we can kind of bring some other folks. Have some. We could All bring right. them in. Who we wants can, to kick things off? How do you want to warm how up? How does this? How does this work in this format, Tim? I'm I'm used to the satellite yeah. RIP format. Um, is there anything different in this situation? Well, we're going to each do a pun and we'll get a reaction from the Zoomers. We could see many of them right now. Uh, they're going to give between a one to a five rating and we're going to just keep tally who gets, who wins each round and then who wins the whole. And the chatters, chatters way into super chats will be weighed hev more mm -hmm, heavily. Mm -hmm. Right. So let me begin. Let me sure, begin. Sure. Let me begin. So, Doug and yeah. Andre, everybody, really. Uh, by the way, the, the sort of broad parameters of this are insurrection, inauguration. Now, that's going to be, a, for me at least, it's a very broad kind of look at the, la the current events of the last few weeks and the characters and the people and the okay. stories. <laughs> so, but, but this is kind of unrelated to that because I was noticing my wife... <clears throat> was wearing this really beautiful red necklace. I said, what is that you got there? She said, ruby jewelry on me. Ruby jewelry on me. What? Ruby jewelry on me. Ruby jewelry on me. Ruby jewelry on me. Okay? Uh, What's the rating, Zoomers two, and Chatters? Two, two four, three, but two, three. Ruby jewelry on me? I've got ruby jewelry on me. That's great. You don't think that's great? It checks all the boxes. I'm gonna, I think I'll give you a three. Ruby jewelry on me. That's that's. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to yeah, do right, my, right. my. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. I'm I'm tabulating. Don't want to influence the. Uh, okay, I'm tabulating I mean, in real time. Honestly, Tim, you should. Go ahead. Honestly, Tim, you should ask for four more points. Four more points. There's. Is that your entry? No. That we can sub. That's just a we bonus. Can, that wasn't my entry. We can uh, sub. We can sub pun each other. Don't don't worry about that. Yeah, that's like a little okay, like, ruby jewelry on me. You're gonna start loving that later today. Trust me. <laughs> Go ahead, Doug. Well, first of all, Tim, I would like to say that you're looking really good today. Thanks, buddy. Joe Manchin it. <laughs> 
Interesting. Ruby okay. jewelry on me. Are we judging or just Joe Manchin? I'm going to start using that in real life. That's Joe Manchin. What? It's Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. Thank you, Vic. I'm into it. Sucks. Okay, Vic. Landing at a three. Also, give me a break. I'm just tabulating. Why? Why did Donald Trump reach into a horse's feed bag and stick the grains up his butt? Well, he heard that all the presidents are required to take the oats of orifice. Mm. All right. <laughs> I'm going to delete that one. Doug, um, Doug I'm, I'm bumping you up to 3.5 based on some tabulations. Okay. Andre Highland. Yeah, I was going to say, did you guys hear that new Offspring song? They just came out with a new song. No, no. Fly for a White Guy. It's pretty good. Pretty Fly for a White oh, Guy? What? No, no fly for a white no guy. No fly for a white guy. Oh, Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Um, Who's up? The Zoomer or is it? You want to bring a Zoomer? Here's my no. Forget the Zoomers. This is this is pro level stuff. <laughs> that one, that one might. The, I think that one. Hey, my question. My this is a simple question. Where's the pit? Where's the pit? In Peach. <laughs> Where's the pit, Doug? Impeach. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys know? I didn't. I thought. In, I didn't know insurrection was a name, but apparently it starts with a capital. Tell me, I don't get that one. Help insurrection me. starts with the cap. The capital. I like that. Okay. There you get go. It? Someone's listening. Someone's listening. I'm paying attention. Are we going in order here? I don't know what's going on. I got. It's well, like yeah, insurrection. You, it's Doug, just, you're, you're next. Do what you okay. want. Why was the Italian art museum a ripoff? I went to the statue section. They only had affidavit. <laughs> I appreciate that does, one. Does anybody know why the uh, why the MAGA men all sprinted towards the Capitol building? Why? Because they wanted to see who was the fascist runner. Ah, yeah, because uh, Trump gave them the signal and they were off to the racist. <laughs> I like the double. Very nice, yeah. Andre. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, you know, everybody's upset because, you know, they all stormed the Capitol, but honestly, it could have been worse. They could have hurricane seasoned the Capitol, you know, just look on the bright side. Okay. <laughs> uh, where, here's a question for you. Where is the Knight's Seaman? Where is the Knight's Seaman? Hmm. Went to the castle. Went to the castle. Where is the Knight's Seaman? Oh, it's in Sir's Erection. It's in Sir's Erection. Insurrection. <laughs> God. I get it. Yeah. Sir is a, he's yeah. a knight. He's a sir. Uh -huh. In sir direction. Cool. Why did the religious woman from uh, the convent bring snorkeling gear to the ocean? So you know, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't realize the insurrection was actually sponsored by a major soda brand, um, Dr Pepper spray. It's just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. Really Doug has the floor, <laughs> sir. Doug has the floor. Why did the religious woman bring snorkeling gear to the ocean? So none see below see. <laughs> none see below see. Okay. But you don't like ruby jewelry on me. Okay. I heard this uh, fact about uh, Trump there having dinner the, the other night. And I don't know if it's like, why did Donald Trump smack Barron upside the head Ooh, after dinner? Ouch. Kind of violent. Because he didn't want to clean up and put sedition in the sink. Sedition? <laughs> sedition. Put sedition in the sink. Sedition in the sink. Yeah. Okay. Andre? <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say, a lot of people keep, you know, keep saying they're surprised that more people didn't get shot. 
at the insurrection. But if anybody knows anything about Washington, they know that all the bullets were replaced with wizards ages ago. So it's actually difficult to shoot people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now. No, no, one, no one follows the NBA. Nothing. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, What do we call? What do we call ELO's frontman's? Uh, what do we call ELO's frontman's erection? What do we call it? What do we call ELO's frontman's erection? Linswood. Linswood. Oh, well, let me just do a twofer here. This will be the last round. I'll do my two, and then I'm cleared. Oh, I've, let me get. To, I got three that I love. Um, Doug. What's a breath freshener that also sews? What is a breath freshener that also sews? I don't know. A what? Amendment. Okay. <laughs> amendment. <clears throat> An amendment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doug? Okay, here's mine. Ready? Fuck. Shit. Damn it. Sometimes I do solemnly swear. <laughs> wow. Okay, Vic. Uh, um, wait, is this is our final. Go ahead, go ahead, get him, get him out. Go ahead. Yeah, clear him out. <clears throat> what kind of books do drunk bibliophiles collect? First sedition. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of piss does Mitch McConnell drink when he's driving around Frankfurt, Kentucky, looking for public toilets in his 1997 Metro? <laughs> GOP. <laughs> okay. What did the iron workers say when they went on strike? Stop the steal. There you go. There you go. Hey, Dad, why did all the members of Bell and Sebastian turn into MAGA supporters? Because they heard that Trump's mob committed violence and acts of twee, son. Twee, twee, twee pop, you know? Uh-huh. Uh Let's see here. Um, this one kind of already touched on, but why didn't Donald Trump take part in the storming of the Capitol building? He wanted to, but he accidentally told his driver to go to the lowercase building. There you go. Um, I got two more. Two like more. That Ch- that's for children. Yeah, that's for children. Um, this is a science pun in case nobody's into science. Uh, ammonium is a positively charged polytonic ion. Just, you know. uh, why did Trump positively order his mob to charge the Capitol building and then go ahead and condemn the mob after doing so? <laughs> because he wanted pandemonium. Panned, he wanted to pan the ammonium. Okay. Get it? Pan All right. ammonium. Oh, I got one more. One okay. More. <laughs> why? Why? Well, I got it? more too. I mean, I could. I, I, could, I got more too. I, get, yeah. I could run. We're going light. trying to get I to Andre here. Why didn't Mr. Trump stop his violent mob from attacking the police? Why? Because he want because keeping a tidy yard is the only law and order he believes in. Law and order. Law okay. Like order. Andre. Law and order. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. You know that like. Some of these Trumpers are so prejudiced that during a pandemic, they won't even wear a mosque. <laughs> um, anymore? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, like it, tur- it, it, it turns out a lot of the people that, that stormed the, the Capitol, they say they did it because of Q, yeah. which is what I don't understand why so many people are taking orders from a Star Trek character. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I've been having this issue. Wait, let him run. Wait, I got, a, I got a couple more. You know, also, I know you guys are huge NBA fans based on your response <laughs> to my last joke. But, uh, you know, like one of Trump's last, uh, 
you know, things he's trying to change before he leaves office is he wants to change the name of the Washington Wizards to the Washington Grand Wizards. They, they even have the hoodies made and everything. Ouch. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, let me, ch- let me lighten the mood here because <clears throat> not get into that racist of this terrible, but I have this problem, you know, we've got a dog and I walk around our yard all the time and I, I always track in dog shit. It's just become a problem. I go, I go to my wife. I say, I don't know what to do about this anymore. She said, well, you should, chuck, you should check shoe more. You should check, chuck, check your shoe more. Check Chuck Schumer. Okay? And also, I got to tell you, there's a great uh, book. I think it's a book of old stories from the set of the original Tonight Show host. And these are fantastic stories of legends. This is, you know, the, the book is called Par Lore. Jack Parr. Par. Oh. Par Lore. Oh. <laughs> well, Tim, <laughs> I was looking up uh, historical facts, and did you know that um, it was only after the Boston Tea Party that America really started drinking coffee because d- drinking tea was considered unpatriotic? Mm-hmm. This is true. 70, 1776. I figured people would be drinking Joe by then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Doug, um, this actually concerns you, um, you know, DJ Doug Pound in the house, uh, in the mix. Uh, you must be thrilled about Brexit, you know, because it certifies that you'll absolutely never have to change your name to DJ Doug the Euro. <laughs> now, I went to my Jewish deli. I said, I need some, uh, I need a pastrami sandwich. And the guy behind the counter goes, I don't know, what, what kind of bread do you want? What kind of bread do you want? I go, you know what? Riot. <laughs> Just riot. Why did Trump install a telescope on the why, why did Mr. Trump install a telescope Mr. on the Trump. White House during the Capitol storming? He wanted to keep the violence in sight. In sight. Uh-huh. Get it? Andre, you're from Ohio, right? Absolutely. Which part? Uh, Cincinnati. Oh, so have you ever flown Grover Cleveland? <laughs> flown Grover <Yeah>. Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think he's got one for me. I got go one for ahead, him. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh, do you, do you know ahead. why a lot of these people attacked the Capitol and actually went after politicians? Apparently, they wanted to grab him by the Pelosi. <laughs> See, now that's a shirt right there that I would see. Uh, probably wearing. a real shirt. Yeah, <laughs> grabbed by the Pelosi. <laughs> All right, I have. I have to idea. tell you one thing though. I have to tell you one thing. This the uh, the governor, the governor for years has been trying to uh, get his penis in his own asshole, which I think is a little weird. That's a little weird, don't you think? And he just doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do. And I told him, I actually ended up seeing him. I go, well, bend a dick, Arnold. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What were you trying to say? You want to get a Zoomer in here for one round? Well, I was going to, because, the, you know, I have some tabulations, but I, I'm remembering now in the old days at the satellite, it was just put to a general vote of who uh, won yes, overall. Yes, yes, okay. And that occurred to me. So maybe... Well, we... We're going to have a hard time accepting these results. <laughs> I mean, I have some <laughs> tabulations based on the numbers. We could do... You want to do a final round, maybe, and bring some Zoomers in? I'm out, so... You're out. 
All right. Well, can I say one more thing? Go ahead. I know the Proud Boys are kind of kind of a nasty group, but but at that at that demonstration, they actually set up a kids tent area for parents who brought kids with them, and they actually had some Proud Toys for everybody. So, you know, it's a silver lining with every group. Very good. You know what I heard that 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 um I heard that Satan after we saw this insurrection that he decided he's going to assign one little mischievous devil to every Republican who still supports Trump. That's right, one imp each. Mm-hmm. One imp each. One imp each. I was oh. I was working on an imp. One imp each. I was trying to get an imp angle going, but impeach turned out to be a better pun. Yeah. Vic is so busy Fruit. thinking of his, he's not doing drops for Doug. I know. I know. I'm trying to think of some more of it. Serafina, Serafina, I want you to weigh in. Wait. Help us declare a winner. Oh, I can think... I say something real quick? But I think you have. Let Andre get one more in. Okay, Andre. Go ahead. There was a lot of talk about how the Capitol was like underprepared and didn't know this was coming. You know, and like you would have hoped that someone would have said, the Red Hats are coming. But the problem is, if they had said that, they probably couldn't have seen their pants from that far away anyway. What the hell is that supposed to be? <laughs> the red hats? Pants? What? Yeah, right. what's the pants yeah, the part? I don't get red it. Red hats were coming. This is a pun contest, correct? <laughs> yeah, but what? Oh, they were coming. So it's like, oh. Ew. Now that's over the line. I'm going to weigh in as the judge. It's actually say, under the belt. I'm disqualifying Andre because most of his puns were just well, jokes. Was I the best ones? This is <laughs> This is rigged. This is rigged. <laughs> okay. Stop the steal, guys. I won this. I won this competition. Stop the steal. I'm about to storm my laptop. Good luck to you. Hang around. You're going to lose badly. Serafina, I want you to announce the official results. Andre, it's great I'm to see you. Go I'm going to have to say Doug's the winner. He, he got the most laughs. He got the most fives. There you go. Wow. Oh. Highly disagree. I we will never give in. Time. We will never give up. We will never let this we all, we treachery. Go to the Quit Notes website. It'll say that Andre won. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby jewelry on me, ladies and gentlemen. That's the real winner today. I don't know if you're familiar with the, the pun itself. It's Rudy Giuliani. Hello. Serafina has one. Serafina, you want to Go share ahead. one? Well, I, if I could step away from the puns for one second. Wait, no, if of you, course if, not. No, I'm allowing it. I'll go back to it. I'll end it with a pun. How about that? Okay, well, you guys have been talking about the Sopranos a lot. So I dug up my family's Soprano family cookbook. Ah. And What's there's that a it's got to got to have a lot of manicot in there. It's got the gobble ghoul. It's not gobble ghoul. It's a shkadal. And it's just a nice recipe. Good for everyone. Tim, you know, maybe you could do it on kitchen tips if you're still making those. I know. Those are great. See, I knew this was going to be a dud. I knew it when she What's got your pun? the pun topic. But it's super shkadola e pajoli. And it's shkadal and beans. It's one of my family's like classic go-to it's really cheap and healthy what is it again uh shkadal it's escarol it's like greens and beans right greens and beans speaking in tongues this is nonsense (laughs) (laughs) it's polly's new cheese recipe all right you got a pun for us oh yeah it's just a recipe i've been wanting to share with you 
What is it? <laughs> We're waiting. That's the pun? You know, that was pretty good because she's pretty green to the whole pun thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I did it with the pun. I did full circle. I'm sorry. Wasn't good enough. Well, I didn't it's say not it political good. in nature. I look forward to this day all week. And <laughs> the pride of which I spoke of some of these puns to my wife last night in bed. I said, hun, you're not going to believe what I got. I've got gold. I'm spinning gold. I, I del <laughs> delivered some to her, and she said, you're so sweet. I love you, sweetie, my sweetie pie. You've done it again. You've, you've made our family proud. And then I get this from this ungrateful Zoom room. Oofala and Stugats. I want to let them redeem themselves. Can we bring one more Zoom Let's room? do a recount. Shane. Shane helped. Was, Shame on you. Shane was the delight of Doug's workout, and he told me earlier in the chat he had a good one. Okay. Great one, man. Oh, Shane. I just, I just want to say to you, though, before we wrap this up, it, just like your initials, it's great to see you in HD. Uh, I'm too damn tired. <laughs> My initials are TH. <laughs> I just thought of your last name, Hijacker, and then I thought that was your full name because Andre, I have not slept. You're our first permanent ban. You've, you've been permanent, you've permanently, yeah, sus fine. permanently suspended. By the way, that is that is a yeah, weird thing, well. right? Permanently suspended on Twitter. Permanently <laughs> suspend? No, you're permanently banned. What is suspended? That's is, like being stuck in purgatory. Yeah. All right, we'll get some like, rest. Well, but they want to bring him back. Next time, come with your A game, and we'll 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 see how it goes. He came with his NZ game. <laughs> anyway. Okay, Andre, great to see you, buddy. Well, that great game, to see you. Stay so safe. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Shane Skinner, hit us with your best shot. Yeah, man, we your best Shane, shot. You guys, I'm going to go back to, to um, <laughs> defend ah. the uh, so-called rioters coming in. And, uh, the fake news was quick to say they were all shouting, hang Mike Pence. But <laughs> what they were actually doing was uh, they knew their mommies were at home watching. They were and did their laundry. They were shouting, <laughs> Hang my pants. Hang my pants. Hang my pants. Hang my pants. Hang my pants, everyone. Hang my pants. Thank you, everyone. My pants. Let's say goodbye and good luck and help. Join us immediately for the after hours, patrons only. We're going to be talking about so much more. So much more to discuss. Thank you for being with us. Thanks to Lance Oppenheim. Some kind of heaven is available tomorrow night. I want everybody to write their report on this film and it's due next Thursday send me your review get on Letterboxd thank you to Doug thank you to Vic thank you to Matt thank you to the wonderful Wes who at last minute just put together the live music what set what the heck <laughs> what got my six playing along with this song oh beautiful new technologies we love you <laughs> I lost we'll the see key. you soon wait so who won did I win yeah, yeah you find won. out won. Find out in, in after hours. I have to go pee. No drop concert after this. Yeah, I know. We, we're late anyway. I only give them back if they believe quite otherwise. It still will have him.
that's their concern, not mine, my friend. They're free to 